This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach, heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and today we're going to meet someone who always knew she was intuitive, but never followed the path until she was involved in a major car accident back in 2002. And then she really underwent an entire spiritual transformation. I first learned about Sherry on Instagram and noticed this woman who describes herself as a spiritual connector, a mentor, and an intuitive coach. And I was struck by what you were posting, how you were putting yourself out there in a beautiful way. And then I also noticed that you had appeared on the Global Morning Show and Breakfast Television, all of whom have been part of this program, and many other television shows and radio shows in the area and elsewhere. And my curiosity was piqued. So our guest, everyone, without further ado, is Sherry Gallant, who experienced, as I just mentioned, a terrible car accident over 20 years ago. And after that is when she truly began to believe in her abilities. Months before her accident, Sherry began to feel premonitions. Something was on the horizon that didn't feel good. And on that fateful day in March, a driver made a quick decision resulting in his vehicle colliding with Sherry's and the car ultimately spun out of control towards her door. With Sherry's life in danger, she felt as if someone actually took her out of the car, later giving her no recollection of the impact or the pain of the crash. And when she came to, she was in a cemetery only steps away from a loved one's grave. And this was the grave of a very close friend who had passed away in 1993, whom Sherry had named her son after in 1994. And this, it seems, was the person who ultimately came to Sherry's rescue that day. We'll talk about that on the show and about Sherry's experience, which reaffirmed her connection to the spirit world. She knew that from then on, that it was her friend who saved her life that day, 20 years ago. And even her injuries, which should have been more severe, were minimal. Sherry knew then this moment was her spiritual reawakening, and she vowed to accept all spiritual signs and signals from then on. Now, with over 15 years' experience, Sherry has become a leading voice in the movement surrounding mediumship, which we'll hear all about, self-help, and connections to the spiritual world. Sherry's hope is that her experience will inspire others to connect with their own loved ones, who they have lost and find their own spiritual connection. Sherry knows that she was put on a journey to help as many people as possible by using the best of all of her gifts. And she has many and her talent and her knowledge. So she's using her training as a grief coach, a regulated acupuncturist, holistic nutritionist, reflexologist, and a member of the College of Traditional Chinese Medicine. She's retired from that arm, but it is something that is part of her lexicon, part of her work. Sherry is able to provide her clients with a perspective like no other. Sherry Gallant, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you so much, Judy, for having me. Of course. I'm wondering if you can just, in your own words, Sherry, take us back to that day in March 2002 and paint us a picture of what happened when your car spun out of control. So what happened was I always drove my son to school and it was a spring day. It was sunny. It was a beautiful, Was there was no rain. There was no slippery surfaces. There was nothing. It was just a, a nice Friday morning, sunny day. And I had dropped my son off and I had actually met my husband for breakfast. And we were done and he went his way. I went mine. But at the moment, I remembered that I had a baby shower that weekend. So I needed to get a gift. So I was like, okay, huh. where am I going? I need to run and buy a gift for this baby shower on Sunday. So as I'm driving, I'm headed north on a two-lane highway and Highway 27, which you probably are aware Highway 27 is. And yes. I'm going over Steeles Avenue and I'm going south. 
And I noticed on the east side, there was a, a side street and there was a car that was at a stop sign. And for some reason, you know, I was looking over at this car and I'm thinking, I hope he doesn't pull out. It looked like he wanted to go north. So he wanted to make a left to head north, which is the way I mean, south, which is the way I was going. But there was a transport truck coming north and he would have had to have pulled out to beat the transport truck. Sure enough, this is what he does. He pulls out, he beats the transport truck, but a pickup truck come flying up the blind spot and T-boned him, which in Mm -hmm. turn took him. It was like slow motion. It was like, I knew I'm like, okay, here they come. It was like step by step. And you can just, I just felt slow motion. But as I was there, I was like, okay, they're coming into my driver's door. And I was just ready to, to like, okay, here we go. And that was it. I opened my eyes. I remember somebody asked, miss, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? There's help on the way. I remember hearing that. I remember the fire department, um, the firefighters being in the back seat to, to help me get out. But as I looked around, I was inside, I was in a graveyard, uh, which is Glendale at Albion and 27. I was just north of there. And to my right, I was literally six feet, eight feet away from the gravesite of a very, very dear friend who I missed so much mm. gravesite. And it had, I, I, right away, it was like, I just felt like somebody, the best way for me to explain it was somebody took me out of my car hmm. and put me back in when it was all over. I was taken to the hospital by ambulance. I was released that day. Like the whole front of my car came off. It was just, it's surreal. It's mm-hmm. so surreal. Mm-hmm. So after that, you know, I went through my injuries, soft tissue injuries and and stuff like that and my mental state and I've fallen into a little bit of a depression and and all this Mm. stuff. And then about a year, a year went by and I remember thinking to myself, Sherry, you know, you have to go visit him. You have to go visit him and just say thank you. Even though I believe they're always with us, but I just needed to go. And I remember I thought, okay, I'm going to bring him some flowers for his gravesite. But I knew it was like a spring cold day because I picked up silk flowers because I knew the real ones wouldn't survive. Mm -hmm. So and it was raining. I get to the graveyard. I pulled around and I pulled in front. It was pouring rain. Mm -hmm. Judy, the sun came out from my door to that gravesite. It was like the sun came out within that little walk. I got out of my car. I walked over to the gravesite. I put the flowers down and I was like, thank you. Like literally the hairs on my arms are standing up. And I said, thank you. And it was after that, I just, I I was more open. We all have that intuitiveness. We all have that, you know, but it's a matter of having your spirit. I call it my spiritual reawakening. And that was it. And that was it. You know, I mentioned that I first came across your work as a spiritual connector and mentor and intuitive coach on Instagram. And I wondered how you had become an intuitive coach. Can you tell us the trajectory that happened after that fateful car accident? Because you're right. We all feel it. Some of us are scared by that intuition or the, we call it psychic abilities. And I know you're not a psychic. Mm-hmm. I know you're, you're a medium and there's a very big difference, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. But I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering about this whole intuition thing because it's a piece that we all have access to, but many mm-hmm. of us shy away from. Many of us are afraid of it. But mm-hmm. you decided to lean into it completely after that day. Yeah, what was, was the trajectory that happened? It was really hard because I didn't know who to talk to about it. My whole life, I've always had that, you know, the energy and I, you know, you, we feel other people's energy, which we'll get more into. But my whole life, I've always felt something. And then I had that spiritual reawakening with the car accident. And I was like, what do I do with this? How do I, I was, I was at home and I was in the bathroom and I was brushing my teeth and I felt something on my left. The bathroom door was open and I felt something on my left (laughs) and it was like something small. And I'm like, I felt like a child, like a small child, like very small person. 
And it was like, when I go to look, it was like they were playing like peekaboo with me, but I, I couldn't see them. I felt them there. And, and then all of a sudden I got like a glimpse of this blonde, a little blonde boy. Hmm. And so that went on. My husband and I went away and my mom stayed and watched my son and he had bunk beds in his room. So she always, he was always excited that nanny was going to sleep in his bunk bed with him. <laughs> and she told me when we got home that she woke up in the middle of the night and there was a little boy sitting in the middle of my son's bedroom playing with toys, a little blonde boy. And I never told her anything about the little boy peeking around the corner and, and that, we ended up renovating that house because we had just moved into it and with the intention of tearing it down and building, which is another house now. Eventually, he kind of, I I kind of, I felt like he was lost and I, and I kind of, I, I want to say, I think he found his way and mm -hmm. we just never seen him again. But it was wow. those things that were happening and it was just, um, I, I was at home and I'm just like, what do I do with this? And I didn't even want to talk to my husband about it, my son about it. It was just something like, I didn't want people to think I was going crazy. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the stigma behind so much, right? And so what happened was I was like, okay, I need to find like-minded people. But then I don't want to find like a like I'm even thinking there's like some wackos out there and I don't want to get get connected with the wrong person, right? right. So I ended up switching out and I found this group and it was a psychic development class. And I was like, wow. oh, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this psychic development class. Hmm. At the end of the class, the teacher comes to me. And she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, you don't belong in this class. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you're a medium. She says, what you just <laughs> told, I was like, okay, what is that? Where do I go from that? So it was, it kind of, that was the start of it. I went to Arthur Finley College in Stansted, England. It's a big, hmm. huge spiritual community. All wow. the really top mediums and that have been there. It's a huge castle. It was amazing experience. They really brought me out of my box. They had me doing platform work. They had me, they really, I felt like I was in my, I just felt oh like God. I was, I was home. Okay. So just for a second, what is platform work? Platform work is, so I do events. And so it's like kind of standing with it, like an audience in front of you and, and just like, wow. uh, um, I'm the conduit. So it's like the three-way call. I call it my three-way call. It goes from spirit to me to a loved one. The experiences I've had with were such, I'm a, such a true believer that things, some things happen for a reason. And mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. I did an event in Oshawa. I got an email afterwards. Uh, it was platform work as well. And a woman had said to me that she, she, her phone rang and it was a friend saying, listen, I have these tickets for this medium tonight. So-and-so can't make it. The show starts in 10 minutes. I'm coming to pick you up and we're going. Well, doesn't her mom come in? from spirit her mother on the other side came through she sent me a letter an email a few days later saying that her whole life has changed since that moment that that mm -hmm. night she was ready to take her own life and if her friend never would have called her and to take her to that show she doesn't know i don't take responsibility for her not making that decision i just feel like what led her one friend to not go to the show and the other friend to call her and go right there to pick her up. Like it's the energy and our loved ones are always there. So it's little things like that, that just keep, keeps coming up. And I'm like, there is no way that is not coincidence. That is not, there's no such thing. And it's not so taboo anymore. Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel when you realized you had in a sense saved someone's life? How did it make you feel? It made me feel scared. It made me feel grateful. It makes me want to cry. Uh, it makes me mm -hmm. to feel, I've, I said to my husband, why me? And he said, why not you? <laughs> and there's just been so, I did a big show in Barrie and a, and a man. My shows are really building up with men as well. Everybody thinks it's the mm -hmm. women. Honestly, like in a three, 400 audience of people, 
now I'm getting 40% men coming. And it used to be a big joke that the wives used to drag them there, but now they're, <laughs> they're coming. I had a man email me and he's like, I was at your show in Barry. And he says, what I witnessed, he says, I never, ever, ever wanted my family to go through what I saw families going through. And he says, I want you to know that I admitted myself into rehab today. Wow. And I was just, um, Incredible. Like, I don't know. I'm lost for words. I, I'm grateful. I'm mm-hmm. grateful because it's a ripple effect. It's a ripple mm-hmm. effect mm-hmm. for every, it, it helps generation. Like the first woman who was having the depression and, and the mental health issues. She was a mom of children. Their children have their mom back now. Her marriage is amazing now, her whole life. So when her children have children, like the generational, the cycles have stopped. It's for the future as well. It's not just that one mm-hmm. person. It's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Can you give us an example? So you're standing on a stage, is how I'm imagining this, and there's an audience so, of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And how do you just get a feeling of the energy of someone or someone raises their hand? Like what happens? Okay. So what happens is I'll give you an example. Uh, For instance, which one kind of stands out for me? Oh, so I call it my personal dictionary. And my personal dictionary is everybody I've ever met in life. Everything I've ever done in life is pulled into this personal dictionary of mine. And spirit uses my personal dictionary to relay or to translate messages to a loved one. For example, When they show me my son, they're telling me they're a young male. (laughs) I had a woman, they kept showing me my son. So I asked her, is your son on the other side? Is his name Michael? And she rolled up her sleeve and had in memory of Mikey tattooed on her arm. Um, So this woman in the audience, I kept seeing, first I kept seeing the June. There was something about the month of June and I kept seeing like the Gemini sign. And I kept seeing Gemini and the month of June. And then the guy, it was a male energy and he was making fun of people's hair in the audience. I don't, (laughs) it was just something, it was like, it just, it just happened. It's like, it's just put in my thoughts. It's my third (laughs) eye. It's like, oh my gosh, you need to tell some of these people they got to like get with the times with their hair or or, or something like that. that. Well, it ends up that there was, uh, and I felt like he was responsible for his passing. I don't like to use the word suicide. I know it's it's a word. Mm -hmm. For me, I like to use responsible for their own passing. I find Mm -hmm. it's more of a kinder way of saying it. You know how your loved one died. You don't need Mm -hmm. me to. So I'd rather say responsible for their own passing. Mm -hmm. And I felt that with this man. It ended up his twin sister was in the audience, which is the Gemini, Mm -hmm. the twins, right? Yes, June. They were born in June. He owned his own hair salon in the city of Toronto. He took his own life. It was just, and it was like, this is how it works. I like, it floors me as well. I get just as shocked as everybody else. You know, you can sit there and say, oh, your grandma's here. Your grandpa's here. We all have grandmothers and grandfathers on the other side. Mm-hmm. But there's just specific things that come out that there's no way. I had another woman tell me a young male came through. I get lots of young people. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because of my son. There's a big connection with my son being he's 28. So maybe that's why. But this young man was like smoking a joint <laughs> like this that I kept seeing. right? And he kept saying, like, toke it up. And she told me that was written on his gravestone. Ah. <sighs> Okay, this is crazy. So, so here's the thing. Did you trust this right away? Was it so accurate and believable? And was the feeling so resonating with your whole being and your soul and your heart and your mind that you trusted it? Or did you ever have a period where you went, can I trust this? Should I say these words? It's the confidence. I think mm-hmm. it's more confidence. I wouldn't, Yes, I learned the hard way. I don't do, I would never just walk up to somebody in like a grocery store or or anywhere like that and, and right. say something. First of all, some people are not open to it, regardless right. whatever their beliefs or, and that's their own personal space. 
Right. I just, right. That's their own personal space. It, yes. It's always nice to ask for permission to do something like that for somebody. I did it once at a wedding reception and I really regret it. It was amazing. And the man was like, but the only thing is he was like crying for the next few hours. And it was just, I just could kick my, but it was just so exciting for me at the beginning. And I just wanted yes. to like relay the message. You wanted now to blurt it out. Like, that was so dumb, Cher. Like, like <laughs> why would you do that, right? But, and there's lots of things to, is, it, there's just so much to it. You, you know, I get emails from people and that tell me how, how, what it has done for them. And it's really, really touching and scary at the same time because mm -hmm. I don't want to feel responsible for somebody's life. Um, mm -hmm. so I, it's, it's not coming from me. I'm just, I'm the conduit. I'm the translator. Mm -hmm. It's coming from their loved ones. And I'm just allowing myself for them to use me to relay. So it's all about the, it's not, I don't take responsibility anymore because it's coming from their loved ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to just talk to you about the word medium because I, maybe some of our listeners don't know what it means. So what if you could just define for us what exactly is a medium. Don't answer that just yet. We're going to go on a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to find out exactly what a medium is and what they do. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. Hi, everyone. We are back. This is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio AM 740 FM 96.7. And I'm here with medium and intuitive coach Sherry Gallant. And just before the break, Sherry, I asked you, what is a medium? A medium is somebody who connects with spirits loved ones, whichever you want to call it, on the other side, like in the spirit world, somebody who has passed or, or crossed over to the other side. I really trying to figure out how I can get away from being called a medium because I think there's just more to it. I, I'd rather be called something like wellness medium or it's because it's not really like the whole Teresa, like Teresa Caputo's on TV and, and that. And, and, and it's totally like, it's just, but there's so much more healing is so much more healing. Mm -hmm. Mediumship is a new wellness or like wellness coaches. To me, they're mm -hmm. wellness coaches because it's, they help people with their mental health. I have psychiatrists. I have psychotherapists that send me patients. I have wow. emails that come in to say, I was referred to by my psychiatrist. The person is wow. not sick. The person is grieving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're also a grief loss coach, grief and loss yes. coach, which I think is so fascinating so what do you, we just did a whole show on grief and loss. So I'm just wondering if somebody, because I know there's all kinds of religious boundaries. Some people may not be mm -hmm. open to this, but if someone were open to it and they mm -hmm. just lost someone unexpectedly mm -hmm. due to an illness mm -hmm. and this was an angel on this planet person, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm grieving for her as well. I don't know if mm -hmm. you can tell that. And you wanted to connect with that person somehow. Mm -hmm. And I came to you and asked you how I could do that. What would you say? I would say you need to just be open and look around. You don't need to go to a medium. There's signs that will show up. There are so many signs. I'm going to give you an act. So I lost my mom. I'm sorry. Um, I lost her August 2nd of 2010. And I was with her every single day at Princess Margaret mm -hmm. Hospital. Um 
and I took two days off to go to Vancouver to visit my son because he was working there and she ended up passing. But they do that. They don't want us sometimes to be there when they pass. How many people have you heard? that just uh, left or as soon as they got there it was too late it's it don't never take it personal a lot of people feel guilt for that they yes. don't want that to be the last memory that you have yes. so what had happened was i have three brothers i'm the only girl so everything was kind of put on to me because you know guys um <laughs> So to, to get everything ready and, and for her service. And we had a celebration of life for her. But I had wanted these white doves for her grandchildren to let go at her celebration of life. And I was on the phone and I got them arranged and that. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to go to the airport to pick my son up because he was on his coming back from Vancouver for her service. And mm-hmm. I stopped at a friend's house. So I was like upset. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, my mom, I'm building this new house. My mom's never going to see my new house. And I told her about the doves. And I'm like, okay, I got to run to the airport. So I leave my girlfriend and to go to the airport, I have to drive down the street that my house is being built on. And it's a dark country road. And as mm-hmm. I'm driving, I saw a minivan in front of me. And I was like, it kept breaking, going, breaking, going. I'm thinking, wow, this person is lost. It pulls over in front of the driveway of my house being built. And I was like, okay, he's going to figure out a map or, or, or something. I pulled around. I looked at his license plate and it spelled T-W-O-D-O-V-E-S, two doves. Oh I was <gasps> just, okay, how do you, <laughs> okay, I wish yeah. I had somebody in the MTL to, I, <laughs> like, those are the things you find yeah. out. So when somebody passes, you get to know what signs are from them. I know with my mom, it's doves and it's personalized license plates. I was in town just before Christmas and this song come on the radio. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. And my son and I, we, it's just a funny song. We used to laugh with my mom for it, about it. And we used to sing it and laugh about it. But it came on the radio. So I started thinking about my mom. And I stopped at a red light and I'm like, oh, mom, you know, like Merry Christmas and, and that The light turned green and the minivan in front of me drove ahead and the license plate said M-R-Y-X-M-A-S. Who has a license plate that says Merry Christmas? Come on, Judy. How can this be? I know. I know. You're reminding me. You're reminding me of when we had Camille Dan on the program. We talked about the common signs. I know you know her, Camille Dan. Uh, Signs such as coins from heaven and birds, especially cardinals. But the one that blows me away the most is when you talk about feeling a presence next to you, which you say is most likely a loved one in spirit form. And some people will say, wow, that's pretty out there. How do you resist not being frightened by that experience and just embracing it and accepting it? That's a really good question because it can be scary. Mm -hmm. But our loved ones would never hurt us when they were here. Why would they hurt us being on the other side? Mm-hmm. The feeling that you'll get will not be something scary. You'll feel those like goosebumps, that chill that goes through your body or the, the hairs on your arms, or you'll just feel like a whoosh of like somebody standing beside you. A lot of times a certain smell If somebody was a smoker, every so often you might get a whiff of a cigarette smoke, but nobody's smoking near you or in your home or or Mm. anything like that. They were a cigar smoker if they wore a certain perfume. My mom's house Mm -hmm. always smelled like B vitamins. And (laughs) every so often I get that whiff. I've heard my mother call my name. As if she walked in my house. It's like when somebody, and I'm sure it's happened to many people, it's like share or they hear somebody and it's like, yeah, but nobody's there. And then you kind of just carry on. They play tricks with the electricity because of their energy. And when it comes to, I wanted to go back a bit with religion. I believe in God. It doesn't mean it's got, being spiritual is, has nothing to do with religion. It's 
religion is based on somebody's experience and all that where being spiritual is based on your own experiences and it's your life journey and there's really there's nothing wrong with it you can love and you can believe in god and believe me like people a lot of religions think that this is had people tell me you know they'll write comments but judy you know there's always going to be somebody that doesn't matter who you are or what you do for a living there's always going to be somebody who's going to criticize you right of course you just got to do good be grateful do good. My husband always says to me, you know, you can't like change the world. You can't like help the world. And I said, well, that's not true because by helping one person is changing the world because it's a ripple effect. And how many times we had that whole conversation earlier. I helped this one person. It helps her children. It just goes on and on. Can I ask you? The world needs it. The world will. And that's what it's so interesting. One of my producers actually said, about you when we were preparing this show our associate producer olivia actually said about you that you're making the world a better place like you are contributing to good in the world that's what you are doing so it doesn't matter what the form is whether you're a life coach or whether you're you're a therapist or you're an intuitive coach or a medium or all these things you are trying to give people peace Mm -hmm. and help people let go or sometimes help people Mm -hmm. hold on and reconnect connect to a loved one. This is all good stuff. So one of our producers said that, and it was, it was such a good point, but I want to ask you just to go back for a minute. What is the difference between being a psychic and a medium? Because sometimes I feel like I'm psychic. I see things happening before they Mm -hmm. happen. I'm very highly intuitive. And often I'll say, I I used to shut it down. Now I go, okay, I'm going to be open to it. Why not? But what is the difference? You have to. Okay. So when I went to Arthur Finley, they told me that mediums can be psychics, but psychics can't be mediums. And I, me, I just have this to this day. And I know they're a big spiritual college and, and have this great reputation and I love them. And I just giggle because to me, I'm still like, no, I don't believe that. And it's because for me, for example, I had a woman many years ago come and I kept, I I saw a blue blanket and I said, somebody's pregnant and they're having a baby boy. And she was like, well, it's not me. And I'm like, well, somebody is, do you know, she left here and went to Shoppers Drug Mart and got a pregnancy test and she was pregnant. She said she must've been pregnant like yesterday. And then (sighs) nine months later, she had her baby boy. So somebody said to me, so that's being psychic. And I said, no, her dad was the one who showed me that. So it wasn't coming from me. It was coming from her dad because I had connected with her dad. So how can I take responsibility? You know, like, sure, you want me to be your psychic too. That's fine. But it's, I, don't, I don't think it's coming from me. Right, so, right. so that's it. A lot of psychics, if you feel like if it's coming from you and you don't feel like you're connected to like a loved one, that's like I specifically connect to a loved one. So, Mm -hmm. so that's how it works for me. But with psychics, it's like, you know, the lottery numbers. My son says that to me all the time, mom, (laughs) why can't somebody give us the lottery numbers? I said, because that is not what our journey is all about. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just not our journey. And I'm not psychic. I say Mm -hmm. that I'm not psychic. So Mm -hmm. a psychic is like telling you like, People want to know, like, am I going to find love if I'm going to, you know, wealth, health and and all that? I don't want to be psychic. That's more scary to me than being a medium. Right. Right. I see that. I still see that. I am wondering where the word empath fits into all of this and some signs that you're one. And I love one of your posts that I've read uh, on your Instagram when I did my research that said 10 signs that you're an empath. And I just wanted to read out this list for our listeners. Mm -hmm. You feel the emotions of others. You take on the energy of others. When others are happy, you're happy. I really relate Mm -hmm. to that. You're drained by negative people. Yes. Strangers ask you for advice. Your intuition is really accurate. You feel drawn to help others. The weather affects your mood. You can feel things before they happen. Mm -hmm. You listen to people's energy, not their words. And I really related to all these. Does this mean that I'm an empath? And if so, what does one do with this knowledge? Okay, so you are, you are an empath. Are you a water baby? Pisces, my birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday. I'm also a Pisces. 
When is your birthday? It was February 24th. Wow. Happy birthday. Well, happy birthday to you. Pisces so, and sisterhood. Course, <laughs> yes. There you go. Because Pisces are so intuitive. Oh my gosh. Like since I've been in front of you this whole time, like I feel your energy. Like I, I knew you were a water baby. I just knew it. I'm like Aquarius, Pisces, 100%. <laughs> so being an empath, it's like everything, you know, people, energy, let's talk about, let me start with energy. When you walk into a room, you can instantly feel the Debbie Downer. It's just, that's just, just the way it is. It's like these energy vampires, you know, we just have these people who just can suck us dry of our energy. I call them the energy vampires, right? And being an empath, you really need to protect yourself because you could be in the best mood and you could either just talk to somebody or be around somebody. And then you start to feel achy. Your back starts to hurt. You can get a headache. You just start to feel down and depressed and just gloomy. And Mm -hmm. you really need to protect yourself. Uh, Black obsidian is really, really good for protection. Um, So you can either just buy a black obsidian stone, put it in your pocket. Uh, It's really good. But make sure you put it in the sun every so often to cleanse it. You have to protect your your circle. I tell people all the time, unfortunately, a lot of our energy vampires can be family. And it's really hard to, to get away from that. So I always say, you know, sometimes you have to tell a little white lie. Sometimes you have to just, if somebody calls you and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, you just feel like, oh, here we go again. You just have to say, you know, oh, somebody's at the door or I have an appointment in 10 minutes. Let me call you back. You have to protect yourself and you have to be like, if if I'm having a down day or something, I'll call a friend, but I'll be like, Hey, are you mentally capable right now to listen to me? (laughs) Like ask for permission because you really need them to be so saging saging is a good cleansing palo santos is my favorite it's a it's a wood it's very just meditation you're a big meditator and it's just just surround yourself in white light and we have to send love like these people are hurting they don't even realize they're sucking us dry but Mm -hmm. It's something that you have to protect yourself and Epsom salts. I also have a friend who's from Guyana and him and I have conversations about spiritual stuff all the time. And it's everything's like the same. We just call things different. It's it's kind of amazing how, how that works. Right. And in Guyana, he tells me that what they do is when they're out and about or at a family function and the energy is really, really like, you just feel you're like sluggish. When we go home, he says, when we go home, you know, because energy follows you and you don't want to bring it home. So sure. he says, we, when we get to the front door, we turn around and we take a step in backwards. Wow. He says, because energy follows you. So when we turn around and take a step in and we're leaving it outside, he says, a lot of Guyanese people do that. Or you put cool. salt every so often outside your front door. Because every entryway you need to cleanse. So there's so many amazing, it doesn't hurt. And I'm like, but what about your neighbors? I said, you just turn around and just wave and I'm walking backwards. (laughs) You know, later today, Sherry, we're doing an interview with the co-author of one of the Hugh Prather books. I don't know if you remember years ago, there was a book called A Note to Myself by Hugh Prather. And then he went on to do A Spiritual Note to Myself and all these beautiful books. Well, I never knew this, but his wife, Gail, co-wrote every single book with him. And she's coming on today to talk about a book that they finished the day they finished it, the next day he passed away. And so this is being published posthumously after his passing. And I just, it made me think about the fact that, and you sort of um, addressed this a little bit before, that there's a whole new wellness that's coming into light now in 2023. So how are spiritual practices, including mediumship, becoming the new wellness people how's everything worked for you so far 
it's like, you know, how has it worked for you so far? Mm-hmm. People are getting away from prescriptions. And, you mm-hmm. know, I've seen a lot of people, um, some prescriptions are great. If you need medication, they're wonderful. They sure. do help. But people are trying other, you know, or adding in with the help. Like meditation is so good for stress and for sleep. And yes. doing meditation is, you know, is is just like being on volume or it just <laughs> takes you into a total different, different element of yourself. But with mediumship, it's so much more because when you give somebody that, hope mm-hmm. when you give somebody the validation that there's more to life after we leave their whole world changes and they just want to be better and they just want to be happier and you know when mom is happy the whole house is happy yeah. and it's the same thing as a mm-hmm. ripple effect and it's just like mediumship with whether it's Reiki, uh, Reiki healing, mm. um, it's, it's, you know, energy. There's so many different, but it's all a package. It's, it, it all mm-hmm. comes down to the same. What would I say? Everything's a wellness. Put it this way. I would say if it makes you feel good, mm-hmm. how can it not be a wellness? Of course course so true if it what, makes you she, feel good if it gives you comfort if it makes you smile and it's not harmful for you how can it not be a wellness so true it's so true your next live show is on june the 10th 2023 and can you tell us how we can access that how can people go can they go on zoom to your upcoming show how do people get in on this show and be part of it and what's going to happen at it Okay, so I I do have a show at Five Points Theater in Barrie, Saturday, June 10th. I think the doors open at 7.30. The show starts at 8. Tickets are available. You can go to... It's an evening with spirit hosted by Sherry Gallant. Uh, you could get tickets at Five Points Theater. You could call them. You could go on my website, sherrygallant.com. You can go on my Instagram page, official Sherry Gallant. It's all there in the bio. You can just Google my YouTube. There's like so much. If you Google mm. uh, spiritual medium, Sherry Gallant, there'll be lots of stuff that comes up and you'll be able to find it. There's many shows coming up. That's just the first one that got announced there's paperwork for all the other ones but Mm. i like to stay i love that i'm canadian i want (laughs) to stay in canada i've had many opportunities outside of canada but i'm here and and i'm gonna stay here and um i just this is my roots and i just i just want to stay what i loved about your story also was that your son and your husband were both so cool about it when you went to them and you were worried you didn't want your son to have problems and be bullied at school you didn't want your husband who's you know a, a businessman to be affected in his career and you went to both of them and said hey I'm going to be doing this because I'm really feeling this. And I think Mm -hmm. this is going to become my profession. Are you cool Mm -hmm. with that? And they both were like, yeah, go for it, mom. They were like, if you're happy, mom, we're happy. The first time I did a show was at the Hamilton Place in Hamilton uh, years ago. And I remember my husband was so nervous for me because he really (laughs) doesn't understand. He's like, he was scared for me. And then I was just like, you know, and, and I did it. And he was just like, (laughs) <laughs> Your life is just never going to be the same. Like yeah. he, he's so, but I just look at them and because, you know, men and the masculinity and, and they're really hard to win over on this, this side. But now it's like I, little things will come out of him. And I look at him and I'm like, welcome to the other side. Because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's he knows because he tells me, he goes, you're my wife. He goes, you know, like I, we've been together for 33 years um, wow. and it's amazing. And, you know, he knows me and he's just like he he never understood it. And he's like me. I don't want to look too deep into it. I, I think that's pretty romantic stuff. What is your ultimate dream for what you want to achieve, Sherry, as a spiritual connector and an intuitive coach? What ultimately would be your biggest dream to achieve? I just want to help as many people as possible. Our world in the last few years have just is taken a toll on us all. And I just want everybody just smile give eye contact and smile at somebody and, and just be kind. I said, you don't know what somebody else. And you know, when people say, 
They say you only live once. Okay. It's like, no, you die once you live every single day. So, you know what? Live every single day. Like it's your last day because you just don't know. And as much as you're on the other side and, you know, reincarnation and all that's a whole nother thing, but live every day and, and just be happy. Just, mm-hmm. just be happy and be kind to one another because yeah. our future, our, our world needs it. I so agree. There's a question that we ask Sherry at the end of every episode. Can you guess what it is? I'm not psychic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you. (laughs) See, I would be able to guess it, but I wouldn't be able to, to, to connect with the spirit being. So what we'd be, we'd be a great team. What is bliss for Sherry Gallant? What is bliss for sharing? I should have got that. Um, (laughs) You know what bliss is for me? Bliss is just, I want to live just a a very peaceful, humble, quiet life. Um, I just, I want to be around really good people. I want really good energy. I want everybody to be proud of each other. And I just, I I love supporting other people. And it's like, we live in such a competitive world and we have to like, we have to stop that. We're not in competition. If I do great, my family, my friends, everybody does great. Everything's a ripple effect and we need to come together instead of against each other. And that would be the perfect bliss for me is if everybody just just came together as a team. I love that. That's so, I'm so with you on that. I I agree with you so much. Your light illuminates my light. When you succeed and soar and do beautiful, that gives me a lift. That makes me happy. Yeah. You realize what's possible, that it can happen for other people, that we can all have that. And that is bliss. And so I love the way you put that. What is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media? Okay, so my website is www.sherrygallant.com. There's Facebook, there's Instagram. If you just Google Sherry Gallant, it'll all come up. You can also email info at sherrygallant.com. There's so many different ways. Wherever there's a will, there's a way. I love that. I want to thank you so much, Sherry Gallant, for being on the show today. I had a feeling, an intuition, a hunch that it would be great. And it really was. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was amazing. It's lovely. Thank you so much. We're going to go on a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to hear a gorgeous jazz song from our very own Genevieve Marantet, also known as Gigi. She is singing this duet with Casey Roberts. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. And this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And back again on the program is the magnificent jazz singer Gigi. And she's never sounded better. Here is jazz singer extraordinaire Gigi and guitarist, singer, songwriter Casey Roberts singing their version of Put a Little Love in Your Heart. Let's all have a listen. Think of your fellow. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. Wow, that was absolutely gorgeous. I could listen to you over and over again singing this. What a fabulous rendition of that song. 
I'd like to thank our wonderful guests, Sherry Gallant, Genevieve Marantet, and Casey Roberts for being on the show today. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kylie, producer Naira Amani, associate producer Olivia Weatherall, audio engineer Juliana Yanuciello, senior editor Lauren Kaminsky, video editor Sierra Brown Rodriguez, audio producer Baz Kazi, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. We're going to close out the show today with a short meditation. And I've always believed one of the most joyful ways to meditate is with a loving kindness meditation. And what really helps is to think of someone who we know really loves us, has our back, and it's just a person who gives us that unconditional love. So imagine that person or someone you love dearly. It could be a family member, a friend, a loved one, a colleague, a favorite teacher, or even your lovable dog or cat or bird got that idea from Mona Maynard's fabulous book. And I want you just to bring them to mind and imagine they're sitting right in front of you and just see them beaming with that twinkle and sparkle in their eyes and just breathe in thinking of the goodness of that person, breathing in their goodness and exhale slowly. Once again, breathe in that feeling of warmth and happiness and breathe out any tension. I want you now to try to imagine someone who really needs that feeling good boost of love and support that you just received from that person you know loves you unconditionally. And think of that person who needs that extra boost. Bring them into your mind and wish for them that they may be happy, fulfilled, and joyful. And as you inhale, breathe in that intention. And as you exhale, wish them happiness, fulfillment, and love. One more inhale, breathing in. One more exhale, breathing out. And as we close this practice of loving kindness meditation, breathing in love, exhaling out any residue stress, breathing in happiness, Exhaling here, breathing in loving kindness to all living beings, and exhaling again. And finally, breathing in love and kindness to yourself, letting go of anything else that might be standing in the way. Whenever you're ready, gently open your eyes, give yourself a hug, stretch, yawn, and smile. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your day. For Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Liebrack, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.